They bought a bill to Parliament just the other day. If you want to protest, you are going to have to pay. They want more powers to arrest, that don't sit right with me. So I stood up and shouted these three words at my TV. Kill the bill, kill the bill, kill the bill. I never trusted Tories and I know I never will. Kill the bill, kill the bill, I'll keep on shouting till they kill the bill. The MP said, that's criminal. Can't open a squat. The travellers are just as bad. We want to jail the lot. We need law and order, and this is the only way. But if you disagree, then come and sing with me today. Kill the bill, kill the bill, kill the bill. I never trusted Tories, and I know I never will. Kill the bill, kill the bill, kill the bill. I'll keep on shouting till they kill the bill. Folks down in Bristol said we've had about enough They started making petrol bombs when things were getting rough The police lied and beat them up, I saw it on the news They thought they'd won but all they really did was light a fuse Kill the bill, kill the bill I never trusted Tories and I know I never will Kill the bill, kill the bill I'll keep on shouting till they kill the Right across the whole UK There's people marching in the streets With these three words to say From Brighton up to Manchester And Edinburgh too We've got to raise our voices Cause it's up to me and you To kill the bill Kill the bill I never trusted Tories And I know I never will Kill the bill Kill the bill I'll keep on shouting Till they kill the bill And that was Lee Brickley with the brand new song, Kill the Bill. The bill in question, as you can hear in the lyrics, is an anti-protest bill in the UK. Probably the most significant outcome of all of the global protests last year against racism, against white supremacy, against police violence and police murder of black people is uh, a huge plethora of of anti-protest bills. Unfortunately, that's the way that politics works. If, if we had a rational political system, the politicians would look at the protesters, listen to why they're protesting, and draft legislation to alleviate those problems, alleviate those issues, alleviate that pain. But in our actual irrational political system, the politicians look at the protesters and say, how can we make what they're doing illegal? How can we make it harder for them to protest? And then we end up with dozens and dozens, if not hundreds, of anti-protest bills around the world. Welcome to Polyrical, a podcast of political music, a topical solution for the political revolution. The soundtrack for the resistors, the agitators, and the fighters working for a better world. If you want to make a recommendation or send me a message, you can head over to polyrical.com. you find a link there to send an email. You'll also find a link there to recommend a song, an artist, or a topic for a future episode. And a link to make a donation to keep this podcast free and independent. In addition to that brand new song, there's some other brand new music on the episode, this episode, including this next song. Evan Greer is out with her latest album. Spotify is Surveillance. This is the track Surveillance Capitalism. We live in capitalism. Its power seems inescapable. So did the divine right of kings. 
scent was manufactured Now it's harvested for clicks Algorithms make decisions Filter bubbles make us sick We're all connected to machines Hate every second but we just can't look away We all wanna be seen but behind the screen There's a nightmare dressed up as a dream And we can't wake up Private company Nothing else can happen. And that will bring us to the topic of the episode. The topic of the episode for this episode is dust in the air. And you'll get the uh, gist of what that means as I dive into a piece I found online by Sharon Lerner. And in this in this episode, the, the songs that are aligned with the topic of the episode... Um, don't necessarily tie specifically to the topic, but were chosen more for how their title relates to the topic. This piece is written by Sharon Lerner. It's published at theintercept.com. Sharon Lerner is one of the best reporters covering PFAS pollution. Indoor dust contains dangerous endocrine-disrupting chemicals, according to a study published today in Environmental Health Perspectives. The study of 46 dust samples from 21 buildings at a U.S. university found that all 46 samples contained hormonally active compounds that can lead to health effects, including infertility, diabetes, obesity, abnormal fetal growth, and cancers. The study helps explain how industrial chemicals known as PFAS and flame retardants, which are found in the blood or urine of over 90% of Americans and are already known to cause widespread health and reproductive effects, enter the body. PFAS, which first came to light as ingredients in Teflon, are also used to coat carpets, furniture, and clothing. Despite a lack of evidence that they prevent fires, Flame retardants are added to furniture, carpet, electronics, and building insulation. While we don't eat these products, this study makes it clear that we breathe in tiny bits of them that have entered the air as dust. Quote, We don't realize we're taking this dust into our bodies all day every day, said Anna Young, 
a postdoctoral research fellow in the Department of Environmental Health at the Harvard T.H. Chan School of Public Health and lead author of the study. According to Young, people ingest an average of 20 milligrams of dust each day. While the health effects of PFAS and flame retardants have been known for years, the Environmental Protection Agency has been ineffective at curbing exposure to the chemicals. One class of flame retardants found in the dust, polybrominated diphenyl ethers, or PBDEs, was phased out in 2013 after they were found to cause infertility, thyroid dysfunction, and other health problems. But those compounds remain in many products and have been recycled into many others. Meanwhile, a class of chemicals now used to replace PBDEs, organophosphate esters, has also been found to cause reproductive problems, impair behavioral and cognitive development, and lead to pregnancy loss. This is a huge problem with how chemicals are regulated or not regulated in the United States and in other places around the world. Far too often, a chemical is created, a new, a new concoction is developed, and it is put into use um, before its long-term effects can be tested. Instead of, instead of erring on the side of caution, using a precautionary approach and saying, no, you need to prove this does not do harm, before you can use it widespread in products. We go the other route and say, you know, you can prove there's no immediate acute danger and then go ahead and use it. And we'll figure out the rest later on. From John Trudell and Bad Dog in the album Wazzy's Dream, this is the track, Like Sparkle Dust. His mind flashes back in blacks and whites, like memories from old memories from the great within. More than can be remembered at any of Given's times, some of the songs are sad when sad's touch is softing. Like a rushing explosion of calm bursting into fragrance. After a slow runner time, of faster than the speed of light, leaving the sound of speed like left behind no tomorrows. Everything changed or it didn't, and still nothing's the same. How he might have learned but didn't knows all about him. Without his way of traveling, it's hard to stay in touch, and he damn sure isn't for beating himself up with the past. He barely got through it once, so no point in keeping it alive. As those times, everything seemed to get freakier than hell. And scary was used like sparkle dust, tossed into the winds. Overwhelmed needs turned to wants, turned into addictions while blue skies wondered why and how he forgot the sun.
and somewhere in the human mind. The fears of believing, a spreading virus, distorting thinking one thought at a time, like some light shows, darkening the lights one light at a time. All the pretty colors fading into dimming shades of blacking. So best he can do is use thinking as a medicine to protect. You could see that dust on coming. The cloud looked death-like black, and through our mighty nation, it left a dreadful track. From Oklahoma City to the Arizona line, Dakota and Nebraska to the lazy. It fell across our city like a curtain of black rolled down. We thought it was our judgment. We thought it was our doom. The radio reported. We listened with alarm. The wild and windy actions of this great mysterious storm. From Albuquerque and Clovis and all New Mexico, they said it was the blackest that ever they had saw. From Old Dodge City, Kansas, the dust had run there now, and a few more comrades sleeping on top of Old Boot Hill. Said it blew so strong, they thought that they could hold out, but they didn't know how long. Our relatives were huddled into their oil boom shacks, and the children they was crying as it whistled through the cracks, and the family. Was crowded into their little room. They thought the world had ended. They thought it was their doom. The storm took place at sundown. It lasted through the night. When we looked out next morning, we saw a terrible sight. We saw outside our window where wheat fields they had grown was now a rippling ocean of dust the wind had blown. It covered up our fences. It covered up our barns. It covered up our tractors in this wild and dusty storm. We loaded our jalopies and piled our families in. We rattled down that highway to never come back again.
And that was Joel Raphael with Dust Storm Disaster. Like Billy Bragg and Wilco and others before him, Joel Raphael was allowed to go into the Woody Guthrie archives. And he, he, he dove into Woody Guthrie's writings and came back out with a two-volume set called The Songs of Woody Guthrie. And that was a track from those albums. The health effects of PFAS are also well known and include impaired fetal development, obesity, decreased vaccine response, preeclampsia, testicular cancer, immune dysfunction, kidney cancer, and elevated cholesterol levels. But while two compounds in the class, PFOA and PFOS, were voluntarily phased out as of 2015, those two compounds remain in many products. And thousands of other PFAS, including some that present clear health dangers, are still in use. Quote, They've shown there's a lot of bioactivity in dust. Linda Birnbaum, former director and scientist emeritus of the National Institute of Environmental Health Sciences and the National Toxicology Program, said of the study's authors. People don't understand that we are being exposed all the time to a multitude of chemicals that impact our endocrine systems. Things that are in our products don't stay put. They get into our dust, whether house or office dust. And if they get into our house or office dust, they get into us. Birnbaum pointed out that the study didn't look for many other chemicals that have already been found in dust, including PCBs, heavy metals, pesticides, and phthalates. While regulators have so far failed to prevent exposures to the PFAS and flame retardants that were identified in the study, some companies have begun to get rid of these chemicals on their own. In 2016, IKEA phased out textiles that contained PFAS. Three years later, the Home Depot stopped purchasing and distributing carpets that contained the chemicals. In 2020, Lowe's made a similar commitment. Furniture makers have also begun to make couches and chairs without flame retardants. A study by Young published last year showed that dust in rooms where furniture and rugs that were free of these chemicals contained lower levels of the contaminants. Consumers concerned about the toxicity of their homes can check out the quickly evolving list of PFAS-free products. And people worried about whether their couches contain flame retardants can even send samples to scientists at Duke University where scientists will test them to see if the chemicals are present. But making indoor air safe to breathe will ultimately require regulatory action. Quote, It can't be on consumers to figure out what products are safe when there are thousands of these chemicals and manufacturers don't have to disclose them, said Young. We need to send the market a signal that we want healthy products to be default and not the exception. And you can find that list of uh, PFAS-free products at pfascentral.com. Dot org. While you can't smell PFAS when it's in the air, in that dust, there's other things in the air you can smell. Here is Ryan Harvey with the track, Smell It in the Air. One, two, three. Rising like a flame And it captured your pride and determination When you broke through the police lines And you made it to the square And there's something that connects us You can smell it in the air Alexandros, the banks began to burn. And they patrolled the streets, but you were there at every turn. And the world will not soon forget what happened there. And the 
There's something that connects us You can smell it in the air of a friend Said you'd been murdered in jail but you'd come back again Said you'd stared into the soldier's eyes and they didn't seem to care And there's something that connects us You can smell it in the From the hoses poured like rain At the barricades and taxes and vomit was everywhere And there's something that connects us You can smell it in the Like it was 1965 And your so-called leaders flew to town to keep you in line But you broke the curfew openly and your hands were in the air And there's something that connects us You can smell it in the Something that connects us To play, I've been condemning people all day long That's how I get paid My dreams are full of criminals Frolicking about Open up the window Let the bad air out Strangled by confusion My mind is in decay Can't picture tomorrow Can't remember yesterday Send up for the black and decker In the psychiatric couch Open up the window Let the bad air out Police said to the yellow man, throw your weapon down against the economics of a wallet. Made a different sort of sound. Shots they rang out, the gavels still gave no shout. Open up the window, let the bad air out.
up your wing the dicky man you know Alaska's kind of prime bets drilling tell we killing and the crude is already fired energy is the crisis Cali's got rolling blackouts open up the window let the bad air out Judge said to the defendant take a step back five years is the minimum the rock crack Wall Street started laughing, man, they've been sniffing more than an ounce Open up the window, let the bad air out Too much monkey business, like Mr. Barry said Drugs and oil and money don't mean nothing when you're dead At the risk of being subversive, nothing left to do but shout Open up the window, let the bad air out From the album Y'all Just Don't Know, that was Dap Theory with Bruce Coburn with a, a newer iteration of a Bruce Coburn song called Let the Bad Air Out. That track on the Dap Theory album is just called Bad Air. Normally I have a few words here in the middle, uh, but the few words here aren't, aren't spoken words, but sung. Here is Keegan McEnroe from the album A Good Old Fashioned Protest with Bastards and Bitches. A 
All the bastards and bitches in suits and dresses, bickering spit in public spaces, posture and cluck over feigned offenses, fondle each other in private places. Yeah, the bastards and bitches in the suits and dresses, crow and bark or twist up faces, strut while extolling empty expressions, fall down on their knees and not for confession. All the bastards and bitches in the world's high places, posing for pictures and posing as saviors, wagging the fingers while creating the messes, horn for power to those with no faces. Yeah, the bastards and bitches in the world's high places, don't blink twice at the hell they're creating, self-righteous pricks robbing all generations, stroking each other while the world lies bleeding. Hey, you bastards and bitches in your suits and dresses, choking a future with wars and oppression, playing a game where there ain't no winning, bunch of lust-crazed cowards with your holes greased open, hey you bastards and bitches in the world's high places, you criminal lot at the range, damn sadists, if there's a hell you're why it was created, go shove your agendas up your worn out asses, you can shove your agendas up your worn out asses. Nice and fun and jaunty and with the line that if there's a hell you are why it was created, absolutely brilliant. And that'll bring us to our artist of the episode. The artist of the episode for this episode is Chris Pierce. Here's an excerpt from a piece published at thebluegrasssituation.com. It's an interview conducted by Craig Shelburne. Chris Pierce has cultivated a significant following in the Los Angeles area and beyond, usually writing soulful and emotional songs that have populated 15 years worth of albums and appeared in TV shows like This Is Us. But in 2020, accompanied by little more than his 1949 Gibson J45 Blondie or his 1973 Martin D18 Doriella, the California native recorded the album American Silence with a mission of social activism against racial disparities. Pierce gained a love of language from his mother, an English teacher who taught at-risk youth, she introduced him to the lyrical writings of Shel Silverstein and Dr. Seuss, as well as essential writers like Langston Hughes and Walt Whitman. The economy of words in all of those authors is immediately evident in original compositions like American Silence, and it's been burning for a while, where Pierce gets his point across directly and with power. Question. To me, American Silence is like a message from a folk singer to an audience. What was on your mind when you wrote the song? History and resilience and that cycle of bad things happening and people becoming aware of those things. Jumping on the train of let's try to end this and doing what we can to create awareness about a problem. And then kind of fading away. That song for me was thinking about being young and cuffed on the streets and stopped for things and how being a black kid and now a black man could sometimes feel like a crime in itself, just walking around. I wanted to write a song that addressed complacency and remind people like myself and black people and anybody's been oppressed to never give up. And also to remind songwriters and artists that it's important not to give up on reaching out to people even though it's sometimes hard. It's important to keep that fight going in whatever way you can. And it asks these folks, hey, you come to my shows, you say you support, but if something were actually happening to me and you saw it, would you do something? And are you willing to do something in your everyday life that would create a more positive experience for people who aren't like you? That's the short answer question what has been the response so far it's been getting good response from folks who have had my albums through the years i've been getting emails and notes and i've gotten to speak for a couple of schools which is great i've been invited to speak at events and play songs and i think it's doing a little bit of what i wanted it to do which is to open up the continued conversation and through a song let it be another reminder to not let this moment and these horrific things that happen and how appalled you are by them Fade into the distance. Here is the title track from the album American Silence. Will you rise up when your comfort is in jeopardy? Will you resist? Justifying the complexities Is simplicity convenient In your quest to pacify When you look in the mirror Can you see your own disguise Can we sing a song for you 
Will music move your heart and mind? Will our song arrest you? American silence is a crime. We see the music move you as you lay your burden down. We feel the music grip you as your heart is soaked in sound. And when the song is over, if you decide to clap aloud, will your applause mean anything with stitches on your mouth? Can we sing a song for you? Will music move your heart and mind? Will our song arrest you? American silence is a crime. We sing for the freedom, we fight for all it's worth. We sing for humanity so we can all walk the earth. We sing with honor to live to sing another song. We sing through the pain and we keep on marching on. Can we sing a song for you? Or will music move your heart and mind? Will our song arrest you? American silence American silence American silence is a crime Woke up this morning Saw that smoke up in the sky Crowd of people watching Asking who and how and why Flames are rolling down the city Rolling for a mile How'd it get so bad, you ask? It's been burning for a while You say it's in the eye of the beholder Well, I'll just go and check Now that ain't no chip up on my shoulder that your boot up on my neck How'd these flames go so far, yes Now they're gone a thousand miles I got a news flash for you They've been burning for a while It's been burning for a while down here Glad you stopped to see It ain't no water gonna douse it down Until you hear from me You say it's in the eye of the beholder well, I'll just go and check Now that ain't no chip up on my shoulder That's your boot up on my neck They'd say it's in the eye of the beholder Well, I'll just go and check Now that ain't no chip up on my shoulder That's your boot up on my neck oh, It's been burning for a while Burning for a while, it's been burning for a while, it's been burning for a while, it's been burning for a while down here. Glad you stopped to see, and ain't no water gonna douse it down until you hear from me. Until you hear from me. Also coming off the album American Silence, that was It's Been Burning for a While. Next is an excerpt from an interview published at trailblazermag.com, written by Sarian Humphrey. Question. In your song, How Can Anybody Be Okay With This?, the line, I don't want to ever have to sing this song again, really struck me. Response. I've always wanted to say, I'm sick and tired of this song in a song. 
Like how many times do we have to stand together and sing, we shall overcome? How many times will we have to stand around singing amazing grace at somebody's funeral who shouldn't have been murdered? And digressing from, from the interview for a moment, this is not an uncommon feeling among uh, singers who frequently sing, sing protest songs um, that they're not the songs that they most desire to sing. They're the songs that they need to sing. Chumbawamba has a song called Sing About Love, which basically is lamenting the fact that they have to sing about all of these tragedies, sing about all of these hardships, sing about people struggling, sing about the, the bastards that are causing the struggling, but would rather be singing about love. And, and, and a key line says, you know, I don't want to sing these songs, but I'll sing them and sing them until I don't need to sing them. And then I can sing about love. Uh, Dick Goen has a song. I've played it on a previous episode as well um, called A Different Kind of Love Song in which uh, someone responds to him and sing and, and asks him, um, why do you sing all these uh, depressing songs? I want to hear... Uh, a good song. I want to hear uh, a song about love. And he says, all of the songs that I sing are love songs. It's just love of a different kind. Um, so this is is uh, uh, not an uncommon feeling among folks who are driven to respond to the injustice in our world through their art and would be happy if those injustices did not exist and they could channel other feelings through their art. Question. I know you had some horrific experiences as a child and there was a cross burning in your front yard. Would you talk about that? Yeah, I actually put that in the song Sound All the Bells. When I was a kid, my parents were the first interracial couple to live in our neighborhood, and there was some intolerance, some pushback. So I remember being five years old and my parents waking up in a panic, and I remember the fire, and that there were some misfits who had burned a cross on our front lawn. For them, it was a statement of, you don't belong here, and your family doesn't belong here, and how dare you be in this neighborhood. For my parents, it was, okay, well... We're going to keep fighting. That's what they taught and showed me. They showed me strength with how they dealt with it. They let the power of their love overcome and fight against the intolerance. I saw that time and time again. That wasn't the only thing that happened. There were other things when I was really young, too. Then growing into my own body and being, people started kind of looking at me differently. I think every black man and black boy gets to a point where it goes from, oh, he's so cute, to folks locking their doors and clutching their purses. So feeling that and dealing with some of the instances that happened up to up until recently, I could go on through the years. There's a timeline. I feel like a lot of people of color have their own personal timeline. So sound all the bells is kind of like the cliff notes of my own personal timeline. I can't imagine what that experience must have been like for a five-year-old child that must have been shocking to see something like that on your doorstep. Right, at five, my home seemed normal and loving. There was nothing different about us. I was just another kid, and my dad and mom were just another mom and dad. I knew they loved me, and they loved each other, and I always felt safe around my parents. So for me, thinking back, it forced an emotional intelligence in me as a young kid. It forced me to try to understand. Thankfully, I had parents who were soulful and calm. They sat me down and were able to explain to a five-year-old that there are people that actually do not think that we should all be together in this house. And you know, I think that is one of the things that made me want to become a writer, having my parents demonstrate that kind of vulnerability and soulfulness to me really made it okay for me to also be the same way. I speak from my soul, write things down, pick up instruments. It encouraged that from a very young age. There was nothing that was off limits to talk about that was in your heart and in your soul. I'd say that this album has both of my parents in it and those teachings. 
There's really nothing off limits to talk about, to open up the conversation, and to open your arms to listening to other people, or to hear other people's interpretations of some of the same situations. Once again, from the album American Silence, this is How Can Anybody Be Okay With This? I'm sick and tired of the song We've been singing it too long Singing we shall overcome someday It's been 400 years It sustains loud and clear It's so hard to believe the outcry and the tears Why is it taking so long? Why should I have to write this song? Tell me how can anybody be okay with this? Tell me how can anybody be okay with this How is this land for you and me When we came running our own streets Tell me how can anybody Be okay with this And if we hadn't seen it Would they have done anything about it Oh, say, can you see what you don't want to believe? We keep working through the pain Through blood-stained waves of grain And I don't ever want to sing this song again Why is it taking so long? Why should I have to write this song? Tell me how can anybody be okay with this? Tell me how can anybody be okay with this? How is this land for you and me? Oh, when we came running our own street. Tell me how can anybody, how can anybody be okay with this? We stay strong and carry on Singing through this same old song Through the night with the light from above Oh, but if we didn't sing it our silence would you feel it oh would you still stand up and find against the wrong why is it taking so long why should i have to write this song tell me how can anybody be okay with this Tell me, how can anybody be okay with this? Won't you, won't you, won't you tell me how, how can anybody be okay with this? Oh, won't you tell me how, how can anybody be okay with this? And how is this land for you and me? We came running our own streets Tell me how can anybody be okay with this? Constantly battling, tripping and falling They're kicking me down so I'm rolling and crawling And I 
can't crawl no more The city is crazy, it's sadly amazing It's constantly phasing me, trying to play me And I might need a hand Well, I will admit it, I've got to get with it But don't be a critic, I try to forget it Alone, I don't stand a chance Will you stand next to me, fight with me, smile with me, rise with me, fall with me, trip with me, crawl with me, help me to get off of the floor? Will you be my army? Will you be my army? I'd much rather suffer poor Than play those dirty games Well, I'm not black or white enough That's a broke excuse A broke excuse and it's lame But we we can kill those fears away With kindness, yes, it's true I'm talking to you Will you be my army now? I'll be your army too Let's lift our minds like we did the last time We're gonna feel mighty fine when we drink the red wine Moving on up the hill Cause you help me be, help me see what I see You reach out when I need, help me heal when I bleed Like I know you will up our set of Chris Pierce songs that was Will You Be My Army that was off the album When the Hustle Comes to a Stop two more songs off of brand new albums to round out the show first up here is Consolidated from the brand new album We're Already There the song is Who Controls the Past
That'll just about wrap up this episode of Polyrical. Remember, you can follow Polyrical on Twitter at Polyrical. It's P-O-L-Y-R-I-C-A-L. 
You can find all of the back episodes at polyrical.com. You can also listen to this podcast and all my podcasts playing 24-7 at movingtrainradio.com. From Peggy Seeger's brand new album, First Farewell, this is How I Long for Peace. Thanks for listening. Oh, how I long for peace Among the peoples and the nations How I long to halt the plunder Of the wonders of creation Oh, how I long for peace I cannot understand How the sisters, wives and mothers Cannot stop the slaughter of the husbands, sons, and brothers. Oh, how I long for peace among the peoples and the nations. How I long to halt the plunder of the wonders of creation. Oh, how I long. There never will be peace Till men abandon fighting As the way to deal with problems That prevent us from uniting Oh, how I long for peace Among the peoples and the nations How I long to halt the plunder Of the wonders of creation Oh, how I long for peace The prophets made from war There's few that can resist them Hypocrisy and greed control The lifeblood of our system Oh, how I long for peace Among the peoples and the nations How I long to halt the plunder of the wonders of creation. Oh, how I long for peace. The earth can wait no longer for political permission. Sit down, disrupt, do anything to make the whole world listen. Oh, how I long for peace Among the peoples and the nations How I long to halt the plunder Of the wonders of creation Oh, how I